know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, you know, all my teachers knew who I was before I got there. You know what I'm saying? Because we just had that reputation of being a, you know, music family. You know what I'm saying? You know, um, so the love that I have for Gary is, is, is deep. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's deep. Because they took care of us. They took care of our family. Mm-hmm. Despite it being like the murder capital of the world and all the, the foul shit that might have happened on, we never felt that like that. You yeah. know, we had a great... I had a great childhood, you know what I'm saying, That's growing cool. up in Gary. And, um, you know, you know they. I, a lot of my friends are still in the industry. Like, you know, my homegirl Casey Garland, she dances for, like, Megan Thee Stallion, Rihanna. Uh, my homegirl Sankara, she's, like, a designer. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like, some pretty cool people have yeah, come yeah, out yeah, there, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a, a hotbed for talent, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And just, uh, you know, once you get from Gary, it's kind of like, you know, I have never met anybody from Gary who don't love Gary, you know yeah. what I'm saying? That's just mm-hmm. how it is. So, um, after that, I went to Indiana University, um, IUB. That's where I kind of like kept developing my music skills because I went to music. Edu- I went for music education. Um, Marietta Simpson, she was like my voice teacher. She taught me a lot as far as like what to do with my instrument. Also, shouts to Marion Boynes too. She also taught me a lot when I was in high school. So, yeah. I was blessed to have some talented black women like really pour into me you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying um and really like give me where i needed to be as a vocalist mm-hmm. um and then you know shout out to uh coop my profession one of my professors uh, at iu um tdn it's like another big brother of mine shout out to the frat alpha fraternity incorporated you know what um, so you've had i mean you've had a lot of of people who really have been a part of your journey who whether inspired you or encouraged you in this journey so so fast forwarding to now you've had some pretty dope placements so give us a rundown of a few of the people i know them but you know for people who don't know yet sure sure who are Um, some of the people that you've worked with so i work with k michelle um what songs i did a lot of records with k michelle so um but the ones that <laughs> matter a right. lot to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scooch was like my first number one record at Urban AC. So a shout out to my, my girl, Kay. Um, uh, the Rain for Kay, uh, Just Like Jay. I saw that on the jukebox, so that was fun Like to yeah. see that in Waffle House and be nice. like, oh, that's my joint. <laughs> yeah. okay, cool. So I worked with Kay Michelle. Um, I've worked with, obviously, Usher. You know what I'm saying? I'm currently working on his album right now. We'll get into um, that. Mm-hmm. Dope, dope, cool. <laughs> um, Sebastian Michael, I worked on his project before. It's definitely like, you know, I, I love working with him because he gives me a space to be in, like my Prince D'Angelo type of vibe. You know what I'm saying? So, um, Scene One, that's one of my favorite ones I did with him. I okay. did that in New York with him. Um, man, who else? 112, that was like my real introduction into the music industry. Okay. Their Their last album. Hopefully not their last album, but one of the last <laughs> albums that they did as a group, Q Mike Slim Duran. Um, a big single off of there was a uh, um, Dangerous Games. Okay, that got up to like number three nice. on the charts. Uh, shout out to Black Elvis, um, my homie Dimitri. So um, okay. man, uh, yeah. definitely Shante Moore. Yeah. Their whole project with her with Lil Ronnie. Mm-hmm. Um, so was one twelve your first placement, or what? Who, no, who, who was your first? Placement? My first placement. This is. And funny. how did you get to that? Oh point? man, this is funny. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, this is a funny story. So after I did American Idol, and I got eliminated, uh, and I was like boohooing, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna just be a writer. I had moved down to Atlanta in like 2011, maybe like 
I was working with this uh, young artist. Her name is Tamel. I worked on like 18 records for her, like mixtape or whatever. Um, um, but that was like a dat piff type of thing. Mm -hmm. So I would say my first official placement was with Jay Holiday. Okay. Um, and actually, ironically, it was a song that I had wrote for Tamel. Um, and then they end up flipping it for Jay Holiday, mm -hmm. and the studio that we right at right now, Enor Studios, my homie Lil Ronnie. Yeah. He did the production for that record, and that was our first time working together. Um, and I didn't even meet him yet, mm -hmm. um, so they just heard the record after we fuck. Uh, <laughs> sorry, mom. Uh, <laughs> this is sorry, dad. Sorry. You know, this ain't for the Saints, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it's for the Mary Saints, rather. Um, <laughs> but um, after we fuck. Um, it was like my first official, like, oh, this is on an album. Right. I can open it, the CD, and like see, see my credits and yeah. stuff like that. So after we fucked Jay Holiday, that was okay. like the first song I got like officially placed. Yeah. And so all the opportunities that have come since then, how did those come about? What were some of the most meaningful, I'd say, songs that became, you know, album placements um, for you? Man, so it's funny you should ask that. I took every. And I still do to this day take every session serious. Like, that's just, like, quality and quantity, which is mm -hmm. hard to have both. But quality and quantity, like, so I can't I, I, I can't necessarily tell you, like, what, because, you know, they all my babies as far yeah. as the records, so they all special to me. But, um, you know, and of course, there's records that do better than others and et cetera, et cetera, singles versus album cuts or whatever. But for me, I kind of like always focused on the sessions that led. For every placement that I got, I can tell you the session that got me there and where that session took me. You know what I'm saying? All the way from my homie Matt Spike Miles when he was signed to MMG uh, to Usher, mm -hmm. I, to to the people that I'm working with right now, to with Tricky. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like Tricky Stewart and, and JD. I can pinpoint every session, every song to like, okay. It was an engineer that brought me up to so-and-so. It was a, a other writer that was like, yo, that nigga felly hard. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Or another producer, which is how I made a living for like five years. It's just, you know, rocking with the right producers. So, um, yeah, you know, it's important to like, you know, track that. I should do like a genealogy or something. You should. That would be pretty dope. Yeah, it's yeah, kind of yeah. like from the beginning to yeah, every yeah. song, every every placement, yeah. everybody you've worked with. Well, I still got my memory for sure. Yeah. Right. No, definitely. Yeah. So speaking of Usher, let me tell you something. I've interviewed a lot of people and I feel like Usher is brought up in every single interview. But this one is specific because we got good, good. We do. Let's talk about it. Okay. So how, tell me the process of making that. What was, how did that come to be? How did you end up getting that single out? Man, I'm going to tell you the honest truth with, like, um, it was just a Tuesday. Wow. Um, it went up on a Tuesday. It went up on a Tuesday. <laughs> I, wish I, I wish I did that song, too. Yeah. But no, um, and I don't mean, what I mean by that is, like, for this album that is coming out on February 11th, we got a deadline. I've been working on this album for three years straight. Wow. You know what I'm saying? I almost, I want to say at least four to five days a week between <laughs> October 2020 mm -hmm. and even to the, I'll probably do a record for Usher today just right. to, just cause, just to kind of like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, Good Good was in the space of where my homie, my big bro, Keith Thomas, Keith Eugene Thomas, that's not his real middle name, but that's what I call him. <laughs> I know Keith. <laughs> so Keith, Keith, <laughs> Keith Thomas, um, 
you know, we had developing relationships. So when it comes to like our process, he will, you know, um, because he's best friends with Usher, you know what I'm saying? And with Usher's schedule, I don't have, a, I don't have too many chances to like sit down and talk to him. So yeah. Keith is usually my, my liaison of Usher and, mm -hmm. and what he may be feeling or what he, he, he can relate to. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, Keith came to me and was like, yo, bro, I want to, I want to do a song, um, that is not toxic but still like an amicable breakup. You know what I'm saying? Um, he was like, I feel like that's relatable. I feel like that's like a, a tangible thing. You know what I'm saying? Um, so once he told me that, like I went to the studio, uh, I'm gonna tell you, everybody that was there, my, my older brother Caleb was there with me, my homie Kings, uh, my homegirl Jalen, you know what I'm saying? And we all like put our minds together. Kings had been through a situation to where I always make a joke with Kings like his son is he's like 20 I mean he's like 34 his son is like 27 oh, wow. so, no I'm just joking yeah, that's no, not no, real yeah, Kings, I'm, I'm sorry I was like wait for real <laughs> yeah 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 he had his baby when he was five right no but um, Kings is my brother I love Kings so Kings had been through a situation to where him and his uh, child's mom uh, have a very positive and um, you know healthy relationship and so you know he was just like talking to us through you know, like how he felt, you know what I'm saying? And, and just kind of like setting the scene, you know? And then of course I, I got information and details as far as like, you know, Keith would like call and just give me information. So, um, Melly Moose sent the beat. Um, and my guys, we had been working together. Like they were like from my, my first like shots at Usher was with them. You know what I'm saying? Like trying to get that, try to, you know, nail that. But they had sent this beat over that was incredible. Um, I went in the booth kind of like ran through the hook and I'm not going to tell you what we, man, I should tell you. Okay, I should tell you. Okay, okay. Listen, you can tell me if you want me to cut it out later. No, 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 it's cool. It's cool. No, 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 no. It's okay. cool, it's cool. You know, Usher has a song obviously called Lovers and Friends. Okay. So the way that I, the tagline that I put at the hook was, me ain't lovers, but we still friends, right? So that could have been a vibe I too. Thought it was yeah, good. Yeah. I thought it was good. I thought it was good. Yeah. But my homegirl, Jalen, my mentee, you know, um, she was like, that's corny. And I was like, what? She was like, I don't want to sing that. And I was I like, know. are you sure? She was like, yeah, I don't. This is before I, I like, and this is something we'll cover in the master class today, like how to deliver your message when yeah. you come writing and you can laugh. Right. But she was super raw. She was like, yeah, I don't want to sing that. Yeah. I don't want to sing that. But you wanna... need that sometimes. I, first of all, yeah. I'm going to tell you where it went. Like, So me and my brother Caleb, we, you know, she first of all, I, my brother Caleb calls her the uh, one woman, the one woman demographic. Uh, what's that? Um, what's like the the like when you have like a focus group, the okay. one woman focus group. That's what we call her. Um, so she was like, "I'm not. I don't want to sing that. Yeah. That doesn't that doesn't ring off mm -hmm. to me well." Yeah. And I was like, "Well, what you what you want me to say? Mm -hmm. We ain't good, good, but we still good. You want to sing yeah. it like that?" She was like. I take that over lovers and friends, you know what really? I'm saying? So I was like, we ain't good, good, but we still good. I was like, oh, shit. That's a vibe. Yeah. yeah. I was like, <laughs> Damn, Damn she's right. right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. um, I was like, so after that work, we kind of just constructed the whole song from top to bottom, first verse, second verse, bridge, everything. We, like, wrote the whole thing. Um, and so, you know, and so with the the – Keith process, right? Mm -hmm. He hears something, he'll be like, "Yeah, that's hard. Let's rewrite it." <laughs> so wait, <laughs> I was like, "That's just how he works." Yeah. So, 
um, usually in that process is usually like the refining moment where we like doing the tweaking and stuff like that, which is a a, a, a writing style that I've like grown to love in this time um, because I've seen the greatest writers of all time do it. JD reads writes songs if he has to. Babyface will sit down and change keys and yeah. rewrite and just kind of fine tooth comb through stuff. So right. you know that's not a, that's not a, a a luxury that most writers in our positions have because everything is so quick mm-hmm. and we have to like turn out at a high rate. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know with this in particular song or with Keith's process, which is what what makes our connection so thorough because we hold no bars when it comes to every line and making it count. Um, so once we got it to a point to where we could even present it to Keith, Keith was like, All right, let's 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 get to the nitty gritty. So, you know, I rewrote it a couple of times with him. We locked in, um, and he took it to Usher. And uh, that story is a whole nother <laughs> <laughs> the process, because Usher is such a legend mm-hmm. and he has so many hit records, there's like no taking off. And 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 because I came, I like to look at my big brothers and um, those who mentor me as like schools. So yeah. because I came through the school of JD mm-hmm. with Usher, like that's the, f- JD and B. Cox were the first people that to, to you know, J- of course Keith. Keith, JD, right. and B. Cox were the first people to like, get Usher to cut a record that I, I collaborated on. So mm-hmm. I consider myself through the through that school. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They are. <laughs> Put my hand on the door, turned it right, stepped with my left foot out, looked to my right, yeah. and she said, what you doing here? I was like, no, ish, no. you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah, just, yeah. they very detailed. They yeah. don't play, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They, don't take, they don't take lyrics off. Yeah. Um, they are very, like, they sharpshooters, man. Yeah, very strategic. Very strategic, mm-hmm. very, like, you know, just excellent. It's inc- they are incredible. Yeah. I can sit there and watch that process all day. So, mm-hmm. you know, when, once it gets to Usher, that's a whole new fine-tuning that we have right. to get through and go through. You know what I'm saying? And so, um... Now, but, were you able to be in the studio when he was cutting the record? Uh, <laughs> the first time we played it for Usher, he's like... They they were like it was it was a few of us you know kind of like coming to the drawing board and trying to figure it out, and um, they was like mm, this ain't ready yet. It was like oh, and it was June second. I remember because my son was born June first, and I had convinced <laughs> my family to let me leave so I could go produce these vocals. Man, listen, I I know that life. <laughs> I've been like you're not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah. hey man. Hey, <laughs> hey, little baby, I gotta go produce. Daddy gotta go to uh, yeah. this usher session real quick. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but that's also an opportunity that doesn't come around nah, man, you can't. often. You gotta take it. Yeah, I mean, you, got you gotta to. be understanding. You got and, to. and you know, your my partner probably understands. Yeah, that. my family is yeah. my. They're my rock. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're very supportive. They've always been supportive. You know, um, the motivation behind me doing the stuff that I do at the rate that I do it, they let me really, like, chase it down. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And it's been ups and downs with that, you know, right. from when I moved to Atlanta, like, um, you know, they kept me together. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. mm-hmm. I love my family. So with that being said, um, but nah, the first time we were supposed to cut it, they, they didn't cut it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, he had to live with it. I think we went again to rewrite it some more just to kind of iron out. And then I think Keith cornered Usher, like, <laughs> in Vegas or L.A. And, you know what I'm saying, they figured it out. And, yeah. you know, it's the, I'm, I'm going to tell, tell you why the process is so hard with Usher. Usher can sing 
ABC mm-hmm. and it sounded like a hit record. Actually, he did though. Yeah, the he Sesame did Street. on Sesame Street. <laughs> yeah, right. My daughter <laughs> loves that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? My niece yeah. and nephew they can't get like, yeah. Daddy, is that your friend? I was like, Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. sounds. Can you have him sing the ABC You're song? You're cool, Dad. For, right? sure. yeah. for sure. So, um, he sings everything well. So, differentiating between a good song. A, a really good song and a hit record is tough because everything sounds incredible mm-hmm. after he finishes it. So um, that process is very like, like tough. You know what I'm saying? So after we get through the level seventy eight, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> right, with the record, right. um, then they had the brilliant idea of getting Summer and Twenty One on it, and that just you know that's Elevated you know what I'm saying. Life. Those are guys, those those are young legends in their own making. So yeah. um, you know I really appreciate everybody that contributed and Ghost. My homie Ghost did post production on it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, really brought it home. So, you know, it was a, it was a joint effort, team effort yeah. for sure. So, how does it feel now, going through all the you know 511 different you know changes and rewriting and this and that, but to now see where it's at now, you know, topping charts and being so popular because it is a very relatable song and the way it was written, I feel like so many people understand it. Like. They either they've been through it or they want to you know be in that situation. Maybe they're not. So how does it feel to be to see its success right now? Well, I'm just appreciative. I appreciate the culture connecting. I'm you know I'm very like it is. It's important to me that the culture connects with records that we make um, that I make personally. Um, so I love that, and you know this record has really shined a light as as far as like how much healing you know our community needs when it comes to you know things of that nature because there's such this narrative of you know abandonment and you know love being one way and not being flexible you know what i'm saying and so to have people really relate to that is um it's important to me you know and it, it shines a light to me where i i kind of see myself not only as a writer but as an artist as well you know what i'm saying like just making sure that um, we speak to spaces that are ignored, you know what I'm saying? Um, and speak to um, uh, relationships that, that need to be addressed. And that's a relationship to have a, a healthy relationship with a, a, an ex. You know, not to where it's like spending a block all the time, because right. that's, you know, that's I always tell story. people, yeah, yeah, that's another soul. Yeah. And that, that, that got in the way when mm-hmm. it came to good, good. You know, like, mm-hmm. you know, I think the second verse was like, you know, they made, he may have felt one of, like, he, Usher may have felt like, yo, this is too close to, like, rekindling something. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So we need to make it ironclad that this is a healthy relationship, but not necessarily still romantic. You know right. what I'm saying? But there's love there. And, you right. know, like you said, there are people who relate to that. So mm-hmm. um, it's important to us. It's important to me to, like, say that to hit that, that culture vein, for yeah. sure. So do you have a, a process for your writing? Man, it depends on the day. If I'm in the, the, the left hand on the door, turn it right space, I kind of write. I like, I, with JD, rarely do I um, just go in the booth and just kind of go. Um, I kind of like sit down, I write, not. we always look at each other like, what you got? Yeah, and yeah. I'll be like, well, what you got? You know what I'm saying? And then we kind of like, that's how we collab. Yeah. Um, but when it comes to like, it just depends. Like, if I'm with Tricky... You know, Tricky just loud. He he just Tricky will leave the room mm-hmm. and just be like, "All right, good luck." I'll be like, "Damn, bro." You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just talking to Laney Stewart um, about when I go over there. They have hit records playing. It's such a such a Jedi mind trick. Yeah. They have hit records playing when you walk in. Yeah. So 
you, you always have to measure yourself as soon as you step foot in in sessions you have to measure yourself against the hit records that are playing in the ceiling right you know and so for me i'm very competitive i'm very hungry so i'm like dang i gotta try to write a better record than than so-and-so and i'll be like oh this is tough. tough yeah you know yeah, what i'm saying so yeah. but it's it's challenging man and, and i love it I, I always feel like i'm capable i definitely look up to you know the writers that have paved the way for me and um the artists that have paved the way for me but i definitely feel like i'm, I'm cut from that cloth yeah which know? is what i wanted to ask you though so you know in the beginning we talked about how you were you know brought up in the church and you have that foundation mm-hmm. and it's unfortunately a, a dying breed right now mm-hmm. but how do you feel now writing songs in this current state of R&B versus, you know, the legends that you look up to and how R&B was with them? Do you feel like it's a different vibe or do you feel like because you have that foundation still that you're still able to pull from that? Man, I'm not going to lie. Like, um, I have friends, uh, like, like I was saying, like, Jalen, she's, you know what I'm saying? She would put me on. My homie, Teddy Harris, who is, like, one of my favorite A&Rs in the game. Um, I have people that I consult and literally debate with when it comes to records, um, when it comes to projects. And they bring me all the information because, for me, I don't I don't necessarily have time to, like, sit down and listen to the, to the, the, the younger, this new, fresh generation of R&B um, like I would like to. So... I damn near scheduled time to be like, yo, let's talk about this album. Let's talk about this Brent Fires album. Why is it connecting? Why do people love it? You know what I'm saying? Let's talk yeah. about this you know, album and, and, and this album, et cetera. So, you know, they keep me fresh. You know what I'm saying? And and I, I talk to, usually when I work with young R&B artists, you know, they I'm like, <laughs> J. Cole has this idea called the middle child, mm-hmm. where it's like, you know, I'm big bro and little bro at the same time. Yeah, with JD, that in yeah, track. yeah, right. Yeah. So with JD and Tricky, I'm little bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, we have a conversation, we have a dialect. You know what I'm saying? Now, mind you, them niggas fresher than me. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Like super fresh. Well, they just, like, they've been in the game a yeah, yeah. long time. Yeah, yeah, they got they got long money too. But you know again, what I'm that's still they've been in the game a long yeah. time. So, <laughs> so they just hit it up. So, yeah. but you know, so you know, but my conversation with them, I can reference these records and this and that. You know, as opposed to like when I'm big bro, you know, and young artists come up to me like Layla, she signed a CMG and Interscope. Like we had those conversations. She's so young, she's still trying to find her way as far as like who she has, not only as an artist, but as a person. And so I can give that guidance and, like, say, okay, this is what you're going through. Like, oh, you fell in, this is real love for the first time. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So um, I just, I like connecting the dots like that. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm just a little, I'm a little further than where you are. You know what I'm saying? Uh, when it comes to, like, my love life and stuff like that. So yeah. it's helpful. to, right. But I, I like to, to mix it up. You know what I'm saying? I like to work with younger artists. You know, you know, seasoned artists, whoever, you know, what I'm saying, whoever I can who get would my hands you? on. Yeah, who would you like if you could pinpoint one artist or producer or even a fellow songwriter? If you could collaborate, who would you Ooh, collab with? But don't do this to me with. I know you don't got it. You know, it doesn't. Don't have to do be, this to me because okay. I got like six answers. Well, then give him six. I'll take okay, six. All right. Uh, so, like, um, James Fauntleroy is like one of my favorite writers of all time. He's yeah. like super dope. I have no connection with him. So, James, if you see this, bro, yeah. I would love to work with you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We, yeah, I think we're in connection with him. Yeah, I think, yeah. yeah. Well, be, yeah. make it happen. Yeah, you know what let's saying? see what we can do. I, I bribe. <laughs> yeah. I bribe my people. I do, too. Yeah, I told you. We're going to make that work. So, James, follow away. Um, who else? Um, 
um, Esther Dean. I love her. You know what I'm saying? Um, man, like, those two are, like, at the top of my, like, mm-hmm. list as far as, like, writers. I've always loved them. And, you know, um, I always look at them as, like, yo, they're, like, a class. I, I kind of look like when records came out, like, yo, okay, this is your class. So they were, yeah. they were a few classes ahead of me. You know what I'm saying? So I always wanted to look at, I always wanted to work with those two uh, in particular. When it comes to, like, producers, artists, you know, I, I mean, you're working with one of the greatest right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, that's always yeah. one of the answers. Right. So, like, I'm like, you know, doing I'm, it. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Yeah. Um, you know, but of course, I mean, who doesn't have Beyonce on their list as far as like, you know, um, artists that you want to work with? But, yeah. I, you know, I'm, I, I am a babyface fanatic. Okay. Um, and I've worked with him before. So, yeah. you know, that's a blessing. But I say that to say this babyface did both. He worked with seasoned artists. Yeah that were like at the top of their game and that he broke artists too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like one of the most impressive things about Babyface is like most of the artists he works with or he's worked with, they have to feature a song that he's done on their tour for the yeah. rest of their career. Oh wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so when you think about like how impactful he is yeah. um, to music, you know, spe- specifically the R&B culture and just oh, the world huge. as a writer, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like that's where I want to be. So mm-hmm. I'm, I will work with Joe Blow Mm-hmm. Beyonce, mm-hmm. Usher, mm-hmm. you know, J- Jane Doe, right. whoever I can as get my hands on. As long as we producing good music. As long as we make great music, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So, That's no, right. I aspire to, to, to be like that, you know, yeah. because, you know, Usher is great. Mm-hmm. He's incredible. Yeah. One of the greatest of all time. I want to make the 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 next guy that you know you know can stand in his you know what I'm saying right. not stand in his space but that can you know follow mm-hmm. in his footsteps you know definitely what I'm saying? so okay that's awesome honestly it's been great it's been a great conversation I feel oh, appreciate like it, man. we see so much like so many good things coming for you we know that it's only gonna go up from here well, thank you I mean, thank it's you incredible it's been such a pleasure I'm gonna hold you to that what I said earlier Those we gonna, the yeah oh, we yeah, gonna, yeah, 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 yeah yeah I'm gonna do that yeah, but yeah, that's what, y'all can't hear that <laughs> but no, honestly, thank you so much for sitting down with us today, and just we really appreciate it. And man, thank said, you. We're looking forward to hearing everything that you have coming. No, I appreciate yeah, it. Thank you sure. so much, man. Yes, no problem.